You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. I think it's great. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I love it. I love you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast with Evan, Mark, Ryan, and Dan. You're listening to the Pints and Provision Podcast with Evan, Mark, and Dan. Oh, I forgot to... I can't remember. All right, here we go, kids. Evan here, Pines and Provisions. We're on location on Memorial Day weekend, Poor Brothers. Thanks again, Poor Brothers, for uh, having a special event here. Uh, we've got the Monster Blind Whale Share. We're pretty much we're going to get tired of some barrel-aged stouts by the end of this, but we'll see how well we uh, do at estimating, guessing, determining which of the six beers that we have blind, how good we are at determining what they are. So Ryan's sitting across from me. What's up? Hi. Thanks, uh, Poor Brothers, for uh, hosting us. This is great. Uh, we've got a motley crew of characters here today. Um, not everyone's on mic, but I'm sure you can hear everybody. So we've got Kyle. Hello. Blake. Hello. Phil. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Brett. How you doing? And Brad. Hola. So Brad and Kyle are on mic, and the rest are just going to echo. No problem. So beers of the week. Ryan, why don't you go first? Well, since we recorded Tuesday, I'm going to go since Tuesday, which is not very sure. many. But uh, Deeth by Currents, um, which was on draft here at Poor Brothers throughout this week by uh, Revolution Brewing. So that was a great barrel-aged stout with, uh, with black currants, red currants. I'm not for sure exactly the details. All the currants. Uh, it's like 13.8%. Um, just terrific, great to have on draft, and yeah, it's delicious. Kyle, you're up. Mine would probably be the uh, the marshmallow Quantarium from Tuesday's episode. Don't need to go Russian in, uh, mega oh, stout. Yeah. <laughs> Russian mega stout. It's been a whole episode on that one, so don't need to talk anymore about yeah. it. You can go back and listen to it if you'd like. Blake, how about you? Uh, probably Derivation Eleven. D Eleven. Yesterday, so probably. Down at go, the side project. Go Eleven. All right. How about Phil? Grand Blanc, Grand Riesling, Blanc. R- a golden rye wild ale. Rye wild ale. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Fuzzing the lines between wine and beer. Oh, for sure. Constantly. Always. Love it. Yeah. Aaron, you're up. I'm going to go with Coffee Shop Vibes. I was at Side Project yesterday. Ooh. D11 was good, but Coffee Shop Vibes is... Love it. Side Love Project coffee. is a big theme here. It's a big As always. <laughs> Shocker. St. <laughs> Louis and beer. rightfully so St. Louis beer is a big thing here all right Brett you're up I'll go with uh, transient artisan ales yeah reserve number one I uh, drove out there for their Barklord day Barklord day after Darklord day and that is basically a double barrel aged uh, Kentucky which is a whiskey barrel age of their breakfast stout nice 
I haven't had a lot of the Buckley Kentucky. I haven't either. And then the so, Reserve Series this year sounds really good. Yeah, and that's uh, right in Michigan. What's the town again? Remind that's me. Bridgman, Michigan. Bridgman, Michigan. So uh, I know it's on the way up to Traverse City if we've been uh, up that way a couple times. So I'll have to stop there again. Brad, please. Yeah, I apologize for staying on the side project theme. but uh, You don't have to apologize for side <laughs> project. <laughs> My, uh, my, my goal and my journey the last few months is bringing my wife into the, uh, the craft beer mix. So I've been starting with some side projects. We started with Grapefruit Deer, Beer Dupes, which oh, went over very, very well. Yeah. Love that one. And then I, I popped open um, the Leaner uh, collab with, uh, with Casey, Casey. Brewing, uh, and she absolutely enjoyed it. Nice. It's light, uh, but you still get a lot of that, that peach juice um, you know, within it. So I would recommend it for sure. Wonderful. Um, I will give a shout out to Little Beaver. Uh, I did have their, it is a triple dry hop, but it's their Citrus Space Crystals. Uh, brought a couple cans. We started uh, out with that. Very enjoyable New England IPA. It's a good one. I think that uh, they're in Bloomington. They're making a name for themselves for some of their beers. Not only their hazy IPAs, but their stouts um, and uh, kind of adjunct beers, period. So they do a pretty good job. All right, let's get to the task at hand, which is quite a bit. Uh, Ryan came up, came up with a scoring system. We don't have to follow it, but uh, we are double-blinded, so we're going to start off with number one. We're going to start sipping, tasting. We're all dealing with some beers that have been touted, verified, and lauded by many as some of the best non-adjunct barrel-aged stouts. Interestingly, all from St. Louis. So you got Perennial, then you have Side Project. Side and? And uh, Main and Mill. Yep. Uh, so sorry to forget those guys, but we're not forgetting them. So we, what do we got? What do we got? We got to just jump right into this. Yeah. Well, what we have right here is a very good stout. I don't think we know what it is yet. <laughs> we'll find out soon enough. But uh, I don't know. It's really barrel forward. Um, but I think all of these will be from kind of what our experience is. Good mouthfeel. But uh, so, yeah, we have BBT 1 and 2. Super chocolatey. So one will be about Chocolate. a year and a half old. One will be uh, about six months old. Maman 2017, Maman 2018. 18. And both of those are coming up on their anniversary. So I think that's a June release typically. So one's about a year old and then one's about two years old. Maman, the wine and T-W-C-P. cheese place T-W-C-P. variant. T-W-C-P. So the wine and cheese place is a premier wine shop down in St. Louis. And uh, Perennial and Side Project have a relationship with them through barrel picks that they do and different things they get a lot of their own barrels um and so perennial did this uh basically aged maman in uh well i i have that one up because that's kind of the rarest one of all of them that uh, people are pretty excited about but two different bourbon barrels uh that they picked a four roses and a wild turkey and then the beer was aged 31 months in those barrels and then blended so um, almost three years of age in barrels before they uh, bottled and and released it so uh, super limited, um, another really one, really good one. Got a lot of good ratings so far. So we'll see which one that is in our glasses. I think people are probably very, very excited to hear that one. I get, I just get tons of like whiskey, bourbon, like booze on the palate. Yeah, chocolate too. Yeah, uh, like you said before. I think that's the wine and cheese place. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna. There's, there's not a wrong way to do this, but we got a lot. I mean, it is. It's got a lot of bitterness, too, on the very end. Still kind of lingers. Mm-hmm. I've not had the Carpathian, so I don't right. know what to look for here. 
And Carpathian's 12.5%, uh, Russian Imperial Stout, non-adjunct, based in, uh, or ba- uh, base-aged in their best Buffalo Trace bourbon barrels. This is not the DB carp. This is the regular one, which I think most people think that uh, the regular one's better. So thanks to Phil for bringing this one. This is an exciting one, too. Festus, I mean, Missouri is where Main and Mill is, which I think is, uh, I don't know, 30 miles or so south of the St. Louis area, kind of down right. 55, I think. Right. So their barrel-aged stouts are uh, getting a lot of attention these days, too. I mean, not to cloud anyone's judgment, but it, I mean, the look of these is all very similar. Yeah. I mean, the color of the light carb, and I mean, it's light carb, but the color of that and the legs on all of these is almost picture perfect the same. Um as you swirl it around in your glass, you just kind of, they all coat the side pretty evenly. A nice little espresso color. I mean, it looks like a little shot of espresso. Nice espresso colored head. Is anyone doing guesses yet? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody, anybody just going to throw out a guess already? I feel like. It doesn't taste like the Milan. It's yeah. BBT to me. It just tastes different. It's got a yeah. lot Yes. It's not, it's not, I mean, it's tan, yeah, it's a tannin bitterness. I like that. I like that tannin bitterness. You kind of, it's just a str- not astringent as a Band-Aid astringent, but, you know, it's definitely kind of a phenolic, kind of a, almost a touch smoky. Do we know how long each of these satin barrels? Ryan. I, I, I leave that to Beer IQ over here, Ryan. Carpathian, I don't think they ever detail that out uh bbt2 i think is a little bit longer than one i think i can look up the details while we're sitting here but i think it's somewhere between like one and a half to two years for both of them you don't know this off the top you should not i don't have it memorized (laughs) i'm sorry what's that is that bbt2 or is that both of them 18 to 24 months is what we're thinking so isn't bbt2 a blend both of them are blends yeah Yeah. so well yeah because if i think even Corey Corey doesn't other than unblended Corey doesn't do a lot of unblended beers and good for him for that so remind us ryan again the wine and cheese place one did you just tell us that and i wasn't 31 months in four roses and wild uh, turkey wild turkey thank you yeah it didn't say yeah untapped these days is usually pretty accurate probably the shelf turd wild turkey provides so yeah I mean, <laughs> okay. Woo. Anybody start to dip into another one? Just kind of leaving saying, some behind from the last one. I almost want to get number two to start contrasting. Just kind of, yeah, contrasting. I'm running through all of them because it's the only way I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, I think you're right. You could. The only way you're going to be able to compare is to kind of take a little sip of everything. So everybody's got their own way of doing this, but wow, I do like the way that. You kind of list these categories. You look, smell, taste, mouthfeel, and drinkability. Kind of that order. And it all ends up uh, at 100. So, I mean, again, I think the look on all these is pretty... I don't get a whole lot of difference on the look. So it doesn't That's matter I'm how trying I, to, I'm trying to swirl them all around how and just I score see if there's the look. any differentiation between them. Um, I really haven't seen much so far. Number two's got a lot more carb. 
I mean, I shouldn't say a lot more carb, but it, you can definitely get more carb. Definitely, yeah. It's definitely it's just a touch weaker. Yeah, if I'm going on feel alone, I'm going to take that first one over. The, the mouthfeel on the on the first one is just out of this world. Man. This will be probably a quiet episode up front because we're all just thinking and tasting. Because we take this we take this very seriously. I kind of swirled them all together, and one still has the way more remnants on the side than oh, any yeah. other one. It has like the. It has a bigger, a, a lot more room because I've drank some of it, but still, like two and six didn't leave hardly anything. Oh shoot, that was three. I missed these. Look at it. I did. I was gonna say evens two and seems, odds. Two seems uh, a little bit lighter. I have to uh, yeah, I have it totally does. I don't know if anyone else is thinking this, but I think we can change our guesses, obviously, but my guess would be BBT Not one allowed. on this one. There's a little bit of that, that on BBT one, on so two, oh, on, num- on beer two, you think it's batch one or batch BBT one. one. I don't know. And then a lot of people say that there's like some smokiness to BBT one, and I'm getting a little bit of that on number two. How do you feel about number four? Slow down. I haven't tried three yet. Come on, come on, cowboy. Slow down. Is there. four your favorite? <laughs> that, that was my guess for another BBT. Has anyone tried the cuvee? Yeah. So by the way, <laughs> we need to pass we, that around because that's that really was. good. So, so that needs the, to go around the table. So Ryan was meticulous in the amount uh, per per person with each bottle, and what was left over in each bottle was like maybe an ounce or two. And we've cuveted that into the Pines and Provisions glass. So we're all going to take a little bit of a cuvee, <laughs> uh, an ounce off of the cuvee of all of these beers together, which will, that would probably be like your um, baked Kujira, you know, the Jay Wakefield, just like whatever's left, just dump it into one bottle and then bottle of that, and that'll go for thousands of dollars yeah, on the there secondary you go. Do we have any vials? We can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> get the eyedropper. <laughs> hey, I got. I can get some of those. And yeah, number three definitely gets heavier again. Three has got some really nice flavor. Yeah, two really thins out compared to one. I mean, really thick and three's thick in the mouth. Three's got. I said Maman for three. The barrel's a little lighter, but the chocolatey from the stout is really nice in number three, in my opinion. It's super smooth. The, That's why I said Maman. The, yeah, I think the drinkability on three is the best so far. I think. Two smoky. One chocolate. This is tough. <laughs> I get a lot of. They're all like. I mean, they're too. different, but they're not that different. They're not. You know. Blake, your favorite's two so far. Yeah. Is it? I think my favorite's three so far. Four. Ooh. Four gets a little spicier. Yes. Yep, like an 18 Maman. <laughs> I think Kyle might win this. He's Kyle all over this. all over it. He's had all six already. He's ready to comment on every single one once we try it. Five reminds me a lot of one. Really deep bourbon. Like um, that wood, that American wood. And lots of good like dark chocolate. Dark fruit, dark chocolate. Kind of reminds me of like an assassin, like a purple assassin or orange assassin, where all that like 
roasty chocolatey stuff reminds you of some chocolate covered dark fruit yeah i can't get that fruit on the end like you were for number five Ooh, I get it on four a little bit, too. <laughs> There's some caramel on four. Maybe four is BBT, too. That might be my pick. I'm just going to run through these quick. Cause I think all this is going to prove after the, at the end of the podcast is that secondary is the dumbest shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's partly what we're trying to prove live. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to prove it. Maybe not. Maybe everybody ranks one yeah. cheese place. Hypothesis. <laughs> hypothesis <laughs> assumed. Hypothesis. Yeah, <laughs> hypothesis <laughs> assumed. <laughs> yeah. They're already the best beer on the planet. Yeah. Well, when you go to a beer festival and you get a draft of a random stout, your first question is, how many bottles of this did they make? Uh, and then that helps develop the rating you give it, right? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh, only 50. Whoa. Damn. This is one of the best things I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are all just mouth coders too. I know. It's so we'll also be taking over unders on the first potty break here since we're all chugging waters in between these, because there's no way to distinguish one from another unless you chase it with a little water. And six a little bit is a little bit lighter too. It's not not nearly as thick, or I put Maman for that coffee. as well. So I I feel like the Maman's going to be. Similar because they're the same recipe where the BBTs are going to be blends of completely different recipes. I'm thinking two and six from Amon. I had three and six. Sort of close. Has everyone tried all six? No. Yeah. Does anyone have a standout favorite? One. One. Definitely the wine and cheese place, Maman. I don't know which number it is, but it's def- I, that I, one's definitely the best. I, <laughs> yeah. No, well, I don't. Yeah, it's like I don't care which one it is, but one really stands out to be the most well structured, complex one. One still has a ton of stuff on the side of this glass. It is stuck. It's gooey. Oh, it, it is like gooey. Like we were all saying Carpathian because we hadn't had it, but maybe that's maybe it, maybe the, it the is Maman. Carpathian. I don't like it. You don't like what? Car prices are about to go through the roof after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like a really rich Tootsie Roll. I'm the outlier here. One of my least favorite. Least favorite. That's fine. That's fine. I like four. Does anyone else like four? Yeah, I like four so far. I've just talked so much about Maman 18 like for the last like, three months, and I've got quite a few of them. I know that's just going to be the last <laughs> one on my got list. got quite a few of them. I know I'm going to rank that last. I just know it. I just know that's going to come out. Five's pretty similar. Five's four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, after one, like, two through six almost, I'm like, like there was one of them that had a little different. I don't find number four to be as in-depth. Did someone, who said they liked four? I like four. Though. I like four. Why did you like four? I'm a big chocolate, coffee, bitter okay. fan, so I just got that all the way through the drink. Let me have another sip of it. I got a lot of nice, <laughs> a nice barrel on the f- number four. Yeah. I like that one a Again, lot. Again, sorry. I, yeah. You take a drink of really cold water, and it kind of washes your palate completely, and then you take a second drink, and you kind of dive right back into how 
four and one might be my favorite so far. I'm still trying to go a little bit I, back and I, I forth with them. I get some chocolate, I get a little bit of coffee or something in four. I, I think it starts simple, but then there's a lot. As you, as you continue your drink, there's just a lot yeah. in the back end. And there's not going to be a lot. You're, I, I don't feel like you're going to get a lot of widely different flavors out of these because you're all basically pulling this from your barrel, your grains, and that's pretty much it. I mean, that's where you're going to derive most of your flavor, and the yeast, of course. Um, the yeast, not so much. Everyone's probably using a very basic yeast. Probably, but you could. Let's just say you could. You could. You're, not, you're definitely not getting anything from hops because all they use hops, if they use any at all, is basically just to stabilize everything. Maybe to add a touch of bitterness, but you're not going to get a profound hop aroma no matter what you use on any of these because they're so overpowered with malt and barrel. You'll get some bitterness. They get up to... Some can get up to 100 IBU, but you don't taste any of them. So what do you? So in my opinion, when you when you drink like a non-adjunct barrel-aged stout, what mostly you're going to be starting to identify is barrel, so wood, heat, chocolate, coffee, caramel, toast. I mean, you're not going to get anything a whole lot beyond that. Maybe some dark fruit, but you're not talking vanilla. Vanilla. Well, that's from the wood. From the wood. You're not going to get this huge gamut of tons of different flavors like you can from hops. I mean, you can get, you can get strawberry, you can get melon, you can get all kinds of crazy stuff from, from hops. But you kind of have a little bit more of a limited profile on a stout when you talk about the different flavors you're pulling from. So, you know, these all kind of pull chocolate and coffee out of them, and some more than others. And some blend it better, and some have better barrel presence, some have better bourbon, some better vanilla from the oak and stuff like that. Really hoping for a DDH uh, stout here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's what the the wine and cheese plays. That's like the the double barrel, like the the DDH of the barrel world. I talking about fruits. I think two and four. I get that like chocolate, dark chocolate, cherry flavor at the end. I'm loving one and ones. four. I am loving one and four. I think. What I tell you, what this also does, and you know, Phil, thanks for bringing the Carpathian. Is you really also. That stands up to these two. The Carpathian oh, sure. stands totally. with all of these. There's not one that's an outlier, I think, on either end. And I don't think the secondary market would show you any different, but people always chase the BBTs, maybe not as much the Carpathian. Am I right or wrong? I think, I think that's true at this point. I think a lot of that, too, is the carp is just not. It's just one batch. Yeah. 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 But the, but the but the secondary and all the other ones is but pretty then, insane. You just don't see a lot of carbs pop up. Right. Like, not like it used to, you know. If if you see a carpathian pop up, it's probably a double barrel. Yeah. And that goes for a little bit less. So. So at what point are we revealing what these are, and how are we going to do that? Turn in all of our papers. Make sure everyone's done writing stuff down. Pass it back. Let your buddy check it for you. <laughs> I feel like we should uh, reveal like two of them, and then and then see how the rest of them are holding up. There's a ton of fruit in number one. I just think it's chocolatey and fruity and. Fred, did you say five? Hell, I've had five up against three and one, three and six. And I think that stood out. Yeah, just it's so hard to have these side by side without having like water every couple sips, and I only have a small bo- bo- bottle of water. So 
Who wants the cuvee? Because you don't, you don't want to be the first one to go to the bathroom. The cuvee. Just out of here. All right. No. Find some provisions, bladder busters. Correct. Oh, no. Agreed. Yeah. Correct. Correct. I think we all kind of assumed that was going to be the case. But that probably is just. Is the primary value derived from the flavor profile or the rarity of it? Probably the rarity. It's as good as all the other ones. The St. Louis hype. Well, so we've got a few people that brew and, and know barrels and things like that. I mean, if they have two barrels of barrel-aged beer after 31 months, how many bottles are they actually going to get out of that? 50? What is it, 32 gallons per barrel? Then you lose a bunch? Yeah, like, like 31, yeah. 20, 25 gallons maybe left? Per barrel? 25-ish? Probably a little more. I don't know. And I've how never, much? How much evaporates? Yeah, I've never barrel aged a beer in that yeah. size of a barrel, so I wouldn't know. But you lose a bit, so whatever. Call twenty five gallons. And what four bottles per gallon, basically, for easy math. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less. So maybe two hundred bottles at most. Yeah, but bottles. there you go. One hundred twenty five. Yeah. Mister Math over there, Blake. <laughs> but they could have used multiple barrels. I, I mean, they they did describe it as one per one barrel per whiskey. One Four Roses and one, yeah. They had one barrel from Four Roses and one from Wild Turkey, and then they aged the stout. Yep, yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Why doesn't Side Project try to drive the hype on their beer some more by calling it Triple Barrel? <laughs> I know it's trending pretty low right now, and they can use the help. So I've seen some some beers that are advertised as double barrel, and then you look at the description; it's like three months in one and four months in another. It's like, oh my god, stop it! <laughs> you we almost put need like from six different you almost need like beer. twelve months. There needs to be a rule like there is for bourbon, like an X amount of time before you can actually call it a barrel aged stout. Like I put this on oak for a couple hours after I brewed. It seems like just logistically that would be so difficult. Three months on four different barrels or whatever it is. How yeah. Do you, how do you do that? I don't know. And still keep the consistency <laughs> of that beer. You don't. Consistency. It was an exciting matter. beer that I'm referring to, Brad. Sorry. <laughs> only hype. That's the only thing that matters. I was just reading on the uh, Wine and Cheese Place blog, and I didn't realize this, but apparently after they released the TWCP Mamam, not everyone that was allocated wanted their allotment. Oh. So they did a raffle afterwards. From the Wine and Cheese Place or yeah, from so Perennial? Yeah. Good. Is this kind of like when Ryan Abbott said BBT one wasn't going to be that good, so we don't need didn't need to get very many of them? I did not say that. I said the untapped ratings were not right. very good, so let's not chase it too hard. Because Brad Q- said, "Well, I could the, probably get us like cuvee? ten to twelve I bottles." I, just, just, I think I had another kids. friend that said I could get uh, like six to eight bottles. I was like, "Well, I think our our group Phil of friends has like four, so we're good." Dang it. The Kuvi's good. The Kuvi's really good. So I went back to one, and this is like biscuit forward now. 
like kind of like a sweet bready biscuit forward. Number one, if you go back to that. But, but Ryan, you are right on the glass. I mean, of the six here, the, the other five just sort of fade away. But this just stays. On one? I on still, one, four is close. In. One is crazy how much is left. Four is, four for me is still have, there's still quite a bit left on the glass. But one is, it's unbelievable. I agree. I think my favorites are four and five, too. I was starting to think that, too. I think my least favorite is two. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Wow, that's interesting. I'm somewhere between three, two, and maybe six. I'm trying to go kind of a little bit back and forth with those. So I got three in my hand now. I went, I, now I, I kind of went all over the place because I didn't realize I put them in odd and then even form. So I kind of blinded myself to the blind. That's a lot more whiskey forward. Yeah, one did kind of change as it heated up a little bit. I thought one did. One did. is like super different now. It is. Have you had the Carpathian? Nope. I've had BBT one at your we house? We two with Rick. Okay. I mean, maybe one two. also. I don't know. BBT two. <laughs> I've not had one. I've had Maman 18 before. I've had Maman 17 probably with you, and that's it. Not head Carpathian, obviously not the wine and cheese place, and yep. not BBT one. Yeah, I've had the, those four of the six. I think that's what everyone's had. I've had BBT one, two. You've had one and two. I'm on 18. Not 17? No. Brett, what have you had? Oh, BBT. <laughs> Brett, I think Kyle and Brad were there. Brett was on his way to a wedding, oh, and we yeah, cracked yeah. BBT, and he was like, can I just have like a little sip? <laughs> his now fiance's like, Brett, we're already late. Get out of here. Oh, yeah, because you were up in the uh, upstairs getting dressed, weren't you? <laughs> no, that's yeah. when I popped over that day, right? Yeah. yeah. I popped over Him and that Kevin day. are like, can we just stay here and skip the wedding? <laughs> At least skip the, really the actual ceremony. <laughs> what was going was on? The the holiday why did I come over? Was that the holiday share? I that, feel was, like that was that was the November share, share I think. Yeah, yeah. the Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving share. Maybe it was September. We had we had one September, November, December last year. We did have one at the not a BBT at the, the Thanksgiving. <laughs> Either way, it was very. Frustrating. It was a thimble. <laughs> a thimbleful. I mean, it's hard enough trying to put put a beer down. Should we start revealing. Should we reveal too? How about this? Let's reveal. Hey, yeah, well, because. Yeah, I wrote down the guesses. The scoring is tough. Do we want to. So do it. How many? Like, I'll hurry on these. Well, no, because. So for, for example, I thought two was my least favorite. And I think Brad said the same. Ryan said the same. I was going to say three was probably my second least favorite. And by least favorite, I mean they're like your children. You will love them all. But, but some of them. Baby, baby, I'll come back to you. Where's the cuvee? I haven't had the cuvee yet. I, yeah, yeah. We've got to pass the cuvee down. I want Brad to take a sip of that cuvee. Want me to do a, a, a chug it? No. The answer is no. Or not. 
That's out of the uh, Pints and Provisions Tulip Glass. So uh, everybody uh, who participates today should have one now at home. Put it, put number seven down here, and you'll be good to go. I mean, that's okay. I got, I got my guesses done. That's pretty Scoring. damn good. That's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. It sort of the just rounds. Eight. It just sort of rounds out everything. This is fun. So I appreciate everybody contributing a pretty big bottle to all of this. Everyone was gracious enough to say, "Hey, that's is this is we got to do this for science." Correct. And for the masses. And educate know, the masses. We need to educate the masses. The wine and cheese place may be mad at us after this, but that's okay. Or maybe they'll love us. <laughs> or maybe so. just the secondary market. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or our credibility just goes down. That's all that matters. I'm pretty sure. I know. I'm pretty sure that the St. Louis crowd would uh, still uh, welcome us with open arms. We we there's never a time where we have not talked or lauded side project and or perennial. If you need me to talk to these Phil, are all these are all amazing. If you need me to talk to Phil in a couple of weeks, I can talk to Phil too. I can tell him that his Maman Seventeen sucks. <laughs> we should do a uh, pints revisions from um, from Festus. A little road trip. Festus through St. Louis. Yes. Finish there. Yes. In. Oh man, four is really good. Four is really good. Well, Brett's bachelor party is going to be in the St. Louis. Southern Illinois region, so that that'll be very focused on a lot of what we're drinking right so now. So, Brett, when is that? When are you celebrating your bachelor party? August twenty third through twenty fifth. August twenty third through twenty fifth. So, watch out, St. Louis. Yeah, we're planning on starting at Side Project that Friday, and then After head to Budweiser. Picking up some uh, narrow gauge <laughs> cans. Uh, we're going to visit White Rooster on Sunday Nice. Afternoon. Oh, nice. Well done. And uh, we'll likely stop at Perennial and whatever else we can fit in. Is that why you needed Chris's information, Ryan? From White yes, Rooster. Yep, we're going to contact him. Uh, Mark's been traveling, so I'll just I'll get it. This, Mark is Mar- this coming Mark, week when he's been back. Uh, I will say that Mark Barrick, um, winner of the Champion Circle again for his business, is at the Indy 500 today. Oh. I'm sure it's over by now, and I'm sure some guy who drove really fast won. Um, so he's enjoying that this weekend. And Daniel was here in Peoria and didn't come see us. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> no, you know what though? No, Mark was at the Indianapolis 500. So give that guy some grace. Daniel, Daniel was the one that was in town that didn't come see us. He won't live that down. Random thought. Uh, narrow gauge. I'm not sure they get the credit they deserve. They put out some pretty good product. Yeah, they do. Lots of variety. What's that? Oh, they started to do like the Hudson Valley Sour IPA thing? Yeah, and like lately that's been my jam. Like my favorite thing. I don't know why. I'm not big on like sours. Because some of those sour IPAs, it's just like, they're just a little tart. They're not like puckering. Yeah. And then like, Narrow Gauge has them that's like vanilla. What was it? Vanilla and like some fruit. And it's awesome. Yeah, they love their oranges, tangerines. Okay, I'm done. So, so Kyle, just quickly on the sour IPA. Did you read the article about Hudson Valley and Craft Beer and Brewing Magazine? I did not. So the way, because I always credit Hudson Valley for coming up with the, the like sour IPA. And the way they do that is they create this super acidic base beer. Like it's just too acidic to drink. With a, like a acidulated malt or do they just drop lactic in it? 
um, they drop a bunch of lactic in it and they barrel age it. And then from there, or they, they kind of, they don't barrel it, age it, but they barrel it for a little while. And then from there, they use like botanicals and hops to kind of round out the acidity and the, like the, the pH. No, they're not. Which I, I think that they have a method of making these beers that is unlike any other. And I don't know how, and, and I don't know if these other breweries just like throw a bunch of lacto in an IPA, but they start off with an acidic beer and then add hops to it and then go from there, which is really interesting. I was going to say, that sounds like something that someone's going to definitely rip off and not do it that way. Right. And they're going to just produce a... Well, that's why I think that they make the best sour IPAs that are out there. And not to say that there aren't other good sour IPAs, but you really kind of get an idea of how they make those, which is so weird that everyone else is going to try to do it that way or maybe cut corners. It's like a... I had theirs, and I had some Aslan's. Oh, yeah, Aslan's. You think that'd be something that Distill would get into with their uh, Wild Sour series plus, you know, their I guess Vertex they, IPAs? They, they could. They're getting better. I lost some enamel with those early ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when they did that, yeah, you're right, that Weldworks one. They kind of realized probably how well those sold and how popular they were. And by the way, you know, like I... Yeah, I will say, and I told a couple of people all this already. I went there yesterday with my family, three kids, young kids. One of the best experiences I've had in the local area, period, at a brewery. Big open place, great food, really good food, great service. Yeah. Yeah, their new facility is amazing, and they got they did an awesome job with that. Yeah, they. I mean, they thought everything through. It's there's tons of space. Like they've got okay, you want to sit down and go to the restaurant and be served over here, or do you want to do uh, order at the the counter and then and the outdoor area is a good size too. Perfect. It's not like tiny where it's like only a few people sit out there. Like if it's a nice day, there's plenty of And kids seat. played like you know two by four like woodblock Jenga and yard games and yeah, I got to teach my kids Polish horseshoes yesterday. Nice. That was, nice. you know I I felt proud as a father doing that. <laughs> Um, and, and the weather was great, and I think they, they really nice did place. a great job and thoughtful job. Of, and that place really started to pick up, it's cool. you know, at the noon. The bar is, like, a huge size. I mean, yeah. Like a lot of people set up the bar. Yep. The food is really, like, yep. really good food. And Evan, I, what you mentioned that was pretty unique was the facilities, uh, you know, <laughs> where moms or dads could take the kids in to use the restroom and... They yeah, their own unique place in there to go. Yeah, just, you know, like if, if you're a dad taking your daughter into the men's bathroom, obviously that's a privacy issue, but they have like separate sort of stalls with closed doors 
sinks, toilets where I could take my daughter in and she's not like uncomfortable and I'm not uncomfortable or someone else isn't uncomfortable with a, you know, your young kid in there. So if you ever make it to, through Bloomington, you can do it. Phil's laughing. He's like, I'm just like imagining myself at a Well, you see, that's where Distill thought that through. That's right. They, they thought, had a they, guy like Phil in mind. They thought about you. Phil has a daughter, though. Why would he be so uncomfortable with that? You'd think he could relate. No, I agree. No, I agree. Like, what if I went into the bathroom and someone brought their daughter? I would, I mean, I would feel uncomfortable for that dad and his daughter where they did that well, and I really appreciate that. That's not as well thought out everywhere. All right. So I think we got to get to the, the, the final bunch here. And, and Ryan's got a huge shit-eating grin on his Let's face. Let's just reveal two of them. Which two should we reveal? There we go. I, okay, Brad, what letter goes with number one? D. Number one is? Number one is Carpathian. Wow. Which I kept it as Carpathian. Yeah. I went back and forth a couple times. <laughs> I saw Kyle crossing Kyle. his out early on. I was like, all right, I'm going to wait till the end. Well, you. Yeah. Yeah, basically. For sure. Yeah. But you're right. If you tasted any of those six beers and thought, what was the most different of all of these? That it definitely was, awesome. was one. Yeah. yeah. Which was I, I stuck to that, too. That, I was not. I and I think, the other, I think that's the only one that's technically a Russian Imperial Stout, and I still had that. There's Sweet. a, some sweetness, sweetness to it to a Russian Imperial that I could stout. still taste a Russian Imperial Stout. That was kind that's of my thought. Like, but. I think who, I so. Who got that right? Who stuck with carp? Kyle. Kyle I did. did. I did. I feel like Blake, Kyle's you did. Get 100% you guys all did. Oh, dang. Wow. Well, I no, I just wrote that down. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I all I did was rank them. You want to know six? All I did was rank them. Five. Okay. I wanted the wine and cheese place to be that different, but it's not. Brad, what letter no, goes with five? Drum roll, please. I can't do it. <laughs> a. A. A as in. BBT two. B C T two. Darn it. Got him. Yeah. All right. So, so that was my second favorite. So, who got that one right? Jeez, we got Kyle, couple. Blake, Phil two got for two. That was like two or three on me. Two or three for me. Okay, Brad, what do you have with letter B? Which one is this? Beer number what? What number? Four. Four. Four is the wine and cheese place. What is number four? Oh, Beer four? Oh. I had that number two. Yeah. I, I, I had four and five back to back. BBT one. I had four and five place. back to back. I think BBT two and wine and cheese place are pretty close. Okay. I have a confession to make. Ryan cheated. No. I thought I, thought I saw Brad write a number five on when I poured the Maman 17. So... I wrote my mom 17 on number five right at the beginning, and I was actually, it sc- I scored it second, and I was like, 
gosh, four and five have got to be wine and cheese place in BBT two, but yep. I know five is my mind seventeen. <laughs> okay, so, so I cheated and I I missed. You still beer, lost. So again, beer Tears number, never f- beer number five was BBT two, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. You get that right? Anybody else? So I have two. Blake's three for three. And so is Kyle. Kyle's no, no, I missed the wine and cheese place. No, you didn't, did you? Yeah. I, so you missed beer number four. Beer number four oh, was I, see you I BBT one. one. Blake, you got that? Okay, okay Blake, what do you want next? What number? Phil, two. Phil, you didn't get that? All right, so Blake. All right, so Blake's horse is running steady. Number two. What do you got, Brad? Beer number two. F. This was every. This is this was a crowd least favorite. Not a bad beer, but a crowd least favorite. What do you have for it? Maman. It's Maman seventeen. Oh. Yes. I knew it was a Maman. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil got that. Phil, you got that right, right? Oh, okay. I had BBT one for number two. Kyle, did you get that right? I had Maman eighteen. All right, so that was Maman so seventeen. Now I know six because that's what I had Maman seventeen as. I want to know if I flip flop. I had six as Maman as well, but <coughs> yeah, two and six I kept Maman just because of the that's flavor what, profile they that's had. What I did too. I have two, three, and six so as Mamans. Two, three, and six. So what do you have for six, Brad? This is my number five. E. Six is Maman, Maman 18. 18. There it is, baby. Catching up. So I would have got six one right. for six if I'd flip-flopped those, and I had them Man, one point apart. If we would have got these right, we would have been solid. I will tell you right now, that was my second favorite beer behind BBT. So that means three is BBT1? No, three is Maman's up. Or, yeah. Yeah, three is BBT1. Three is BBT1. Yeah. Which is exactly what I would have thought. Wow. Okay. So I'm glad that this so just to recap, beer number one was Carpathian. How many got that right? Who had guessed what it was? We had three. Phil, you got that right. Yeah. A beer number two was Maman 17. How many got that right? That was Brad. That was the only one. Beer number three was BBT1. Who got that right? Blake. Beer number four was the TWC. Blake, Ryan. Beer number five was BBT2. That would be Blake and Kyle. And if you're keeping score at home, beer number six was the Maman 18. Who got that right? Brad, Brett, and Ryan. So I think that still makes Blake the winner. My, my math okay? Did anybody tie? Did anybody tie Blake for? He had f- How many did he have? Yeah, Blake had four. Damn. I had three. I still, if I flip flop on Maman's, I'm six. How many Brad have? Three? I had two. He had two. I called it. My lowest score was Maman 18. <laughs> I knew it. Well, though I'm, you know, I'm not, I didn't, my way of doing it was just looking at my favorites. So I'll just rank my favorites because I didn't try to guess which one was which. And it's not because. So, yeah. So here's my I scored mine. So I have, a, I have a score for each of them. So I know my rankings. So my number one was Carpathian. My second. Yep. I liked the diversity of the flavors and how it changed as it warmed. Number two was the, actually the TWC. Uh, my third favorite was BBT2. My fourth was BBT1. And five and six was 18 and 17 Mama. That was me. Did everyone take a, a drink out of glass number four and say, oh, man, that really is that much better? I just did. 
now now that I know it's the wine and cheese place, I can definitely tell the extra money that was that was spent on this. Number four was my second. Okay, so my number one was Carpathian. Two was TWC. Three BBT two. Four BBT one. Five was eighteen Maman. Six was seventeen Maman. So. Brad, you're up. Number one was TWCP. Two. Wire. BBT2. Three was um, BBT1. Four, Carpathian. Five, Maman 18. Six, Maman 17. Runner, uh, honorable mention was the Cuvée. Cuvée. Cuvée was great. Cuvée was solid. That's the best in show. Do we need, do we need to pass the Cuvée down? Do Keep that going. Who's up? Your, uh, Me? Sure. Rabbit. I had uh, TWCP number one. Okay. Wow. Uh, BBT two number two. Carp number three. And then I will say, from a scoring standpoint, kind of a, a good drop off. And then Maman 17. Oh, no, sorry. Then BBT one, then Maman 17, then Maman 18. All right. Yes, I told you I was going to do it. I knew it. <laughs> I didn't score these, so I'm all over the place here. But uh, I would say probably BBT two number one. Um, what I got here? I, uh, oh, that, that's contrary to everyone, pretty much. Right. I don't know. I hold like, on. Hold I like on. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I, I no, had the no. wrong number scheme. No. <laughs> Trying to throw me under the bus. I'm here's just, here's I'm what one this, beer this in is, here, man. Our, our, our podcast is going to drive secondary value in a whole different way. <laughs> <laughs> I have the uh, the Maman 17 as number two. There's still plenty to uh The wine and cheese place there, is number Phil. three. <laughs> it's the Abbott blend. The uh, BBT the Abbott one, blend. number four. Wine and cheese place. Number five, and then uh, the carp. Or yeah, wine and cheese place three. Uh, what I say, BBT one. Four. I got all these mixed up. Wine and I already said. Stop it! Stop what it! I, what I, you liked them all. What I got left? I scored these fairly aggressively, so like I have some in the eighties that I mean, you know, if carp, you're actually carp is number six. Putting these on an even playing field with like what they are, I mean, they should five. all be ninety sevens and above. I mean, these are. All incredible. I'm dumping my 18 tonight. <laughs> I like the carpet. It was too sweet for me. So I'll go. For trade, all my Maman 18. Was BB2 blend, uh, BB, BBT blend 2. Iso carp. My number 2 was the Iso-carp. wine and cheese place. My number 3 was Maman 18. My number 4 was Maman 17. My number 5 was Carpathian. Oh. And my number 6 was BBT blend 1. It's very different. So Ryan actually kept score, score. Here you go. That's good. Love it. Here's mine. I kind of I kind of lost the numbers, but really wanted to go for rankings. My number one was BBT2. Uh, two was Wine and Cheese Place. Uh, three was Maman 18. Ooh. Okay. Uh, four would have been Maman 17. 
Why did Blake make a spreadsheet on his scoring sheet? <laughs> what was last? Averages. Wow, we did. Brett and I had the exact, yeah, same, the exact same rankings. What was, la- what was the last one? BBT1. I'm glad that this confirmed exactly what I was I was going to say, it kind of does. Yeah. I'm surprised you got Maman 18 wrong when you actually had that. You had it rated higher. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you should have stuck with that and you got six for six. That's all good. Aaron drank beer. He had beer in his glass. It's for science. Here's Phil's. You had TWCP at your fourth? That was my fourth. Wow. Dang. This whole screwed, though, because it's like, literally, I ranked them all, and then I'm going back through and drinking them again, and each time I'm drinking one, I'm like, oh, God, that's so good. You should have re-ranked <laughs> no, them. No, that's okay. I'm going back, I'm like, I'm not going to change it now. I'm going by initial reaction. Well, the no, I think. The flavors did shift very like, significantly through like, this tasting. It's such a huge because everything is still so close. The well, no, I think that. did have vanilla to me, though, the batch, too. Uh, like, I think that's why I like them most, is because it had, like, OWKs. Yeah. Yeah. There is a there is a caramel backbone to that that I just love with that BBD BBT2 that comes from the oak and maybe a little bit of that stout. I mean, yeah. it's really really well, nice. Well, no, it's it's one of those things where you got Are we going to do a collective scoring to see what the favorite was? Yeah, I think Blake's got it. So he's going to do the math. No, I think I think it's I I think that shows you, you know, when you sometimes when you rank, sometimes it's good to do like split them in half. You're like, okay, there, here's the top three and the, the, the bottom three. And then from there, you can go like one, two, three, one, two, three. That's how I do it. As I want to separate what are my three favorites and my three least favorites. And not that the three least favorites are bad in any way, but then that can kind of easily dichotomize. You know, every time you do it, you just sort of like split in two and you just compare one to another. And if you have to shift around, that's fine. And in the end, it's just beer. You know, and we're all talking about super good beers anyway. So even though number six is this and number five is that, they're all amazing, great beers that took a lot of effort and time to do. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, when we did a couple bourbon pours and we had one and you couldn't, I mean, the, sorry, I'm kind of mumbling here a little bit, but like until we had all three of them side by side, you couldn't kind of break apart the differences from one or the other. So, like, I think we started with one that was a pretty low ABV, low proof. And then by the time we had the third one that was a really high proof, we were like, holy cow, that first one is super smooth and easy to drink. And it was just kind of like going back and forth, which I think once we got going, we talked about number one here deeply when we got started. And then we just all kind of started taking notes and going back and forth and whatnot. So I think that's what helped kind of differentiate each from the others. But... It's, I mean, it's super nitpicky. All right, I got 
<laughs> so right. are we doing this blind? Yeah. Blind against the so, cuvee? So hold on. Blake, Blake has the results. All right. Blake has the results. Give him the microphone. Give him the microphone. This is worthy of a Drum microphone. Drum roll. BBT batch two was a pretty clear uh, winner at, at first. Woo. I didn't divide them by six because really just the lowest points obviously was was the winner. And BBT two <laughs> was a total of eleven. Okay. So, okay. I, so that was pretty uh, pretty clearly the favorite. Wine and cheese place was fifteen. Okay. So still pretty good. So second, third was actually carp, uh, but at twenty seven. So it was like. Oh wow! So, so those two way, really so differentiated. Yeah, okay. BBT two were like okay. Pretty clear. Uh, then Maman eighteen had twenty nine for fourth, and then BBT one thirty two for fifth, and Maman seventeen was at a uh, thirty three for sixth. So it was pretty clear. BBT two and wow. Cheese place. Were so like, uh, what do I get for bringing you know, BBT two? Is there a prize for this? Or? You have <laughs> you have a pints and provisions tulip glass to take home. That is <laughs> worth a drink of the cuvee. Yes, in the cuvee. What, what are we doing at the Medi Noche? This is, this is going to be after the podcast. I mean, that's a Russian Imperial Stout boiled for 36 hours. Let's see how Greeley, Colorado holds up. Live? All right, how about this? Are we coming this? at you live? Hold on, hold on. How about this? We're going to end the podcast because nobody likes to listen to any podcast longer than 50 minutes. And we'll just do that one live. All right. Sounds good. So I want to thank everybody here immensely for bringing a big bottle and for spending their Sunday afternoon and Memorial Day weekend. But uh, Ryan, Kyle, Blake, Phil, Aaron, Brett, and Brad for joining us and bringing everything. This was a lot of fun. Fantastic. Cheers, guys. Pleasure, boys. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, uh, Poor Brothers, too.